0: Hello, and good day, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Magic the First Pioneer's podcast. This podcast is all about the Pioneer format, and we're up to date with what is new, interesting, and powerful in the world of Pioneer. I am your host, Kevin Finkel, joined here with my co-host. Hey,
1: everybody. It is Ryan the Cardboard Samurai out of the Tokyo
0: area of Japan. So we've got the new set. We did a set review last week, spent a couple hours uh, with Man. had a great time going over some cards that we thought were going to be very interesting, But we hadn't gotten a chance to, you know, really start our brewing yet at that point. Uh, That's what we always like to do the week after our set review is kind of just give us some of those, you know, throw everything at the wall, see what sticks, brews that we have for this season. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I tried to avoid just taking like existing decks and being like, okay, hey, this is one card that slots into this, you know, this this 73 cards are going to stay the same. I'm going to add two of this new card. It's a new deck yeah and i think that those are worth talking about but uh that's not as much what we wanted to do we want to see like yeah. how could these cards really drive innovation in the new set and uh mm-hmm. what they could do to you know make some new decks out of it whether yeah. or not they're good you know we'll determine later but you know we've had some luck with our uh, our brews before you know some of those cards and i'm like yo this is crazy let's do this brew uh, you know remember i had that uh mm-hmm. i had to ferry who? Um, Slows the sunset with Chainvale. I had a combo deck on one of these uh, brew episodes, and now that's uh, what Mono Green's doing. Yeah, what? with uh, with Storm the Festival. What?
1: Yeah, I mean, people are gonna. That's <laughs> kind of sus. They're 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 going to need proof. You're going to have to produce. the Oh, documents. it was bad.
0: I had uh, I, I was running Lotus okay. Field instead of running like the Mono Green. Uh, you know, instead of running Nykthos as my yeah, mana yeah, base. Yeah. So that that was the big. Uh, Do
1: you remember what episode that was? There. Was that like? I don't I remember. I'll have to find. Four it. set reviews passed. Maybe. Been a while yeah. now. <laughs> hey, if, if anybody listening is interested, find Kevin. You can you can uh, at him in the Discord at Zafink. And uh, hey, I want to see this.
0: I hope this I talked about it. I know I posted list. the list at some point. <laughs> yeah,
1: we'll he'll find it for you.
0: No, we've we've had some uh, some success and some failure before. Uh, yeah, and I'm happy to go ahead and do that. So yeah, there's some other things that I'm definitely brewing. Um, We'll be talking some more ideas in the future, but I wanted to at least, you know, each of us went through, we definitely did three lists. Maybe we'll kind of talk about a little bit more than that, Um, but these are some of our ideas for what we wanted Mm. to brew with in the season, and we went ahead and did it, and now we're going to tell you about them, because that's what magic players love to do, is talk about magic decks. It's like I wanted to
1: do more, but I felt like I just didn't have time to like really... (laughs) dive deep into the cards if you know what i mean it's like i have general ideas uh, for a bunch of decks but i'm like how do i flesh this out so i haven't really you
0: know arrived to to that point yet i have been on a tribal kick i tell you what so Mm -hmm. i'm probably going to play a bunch of tribal decks and just get stomped by black red midrange Mm because that sounds like a bad matchup for most of those uh tribal decks but hey you know i said it in the set review you know things that go wide with a lot of creatures and have a lot of synergy in their creatures really good against mono green uh mm-hmm. you, know, you, you can run right over them with some of these kind of decks so let's see where we take us do you want to lead us off with one of your yeah, uh actually with one of your brews? before we
1: started i mean i had an extra uh question that kind of add in here are there any cards that totally. you wanted to brew with today that you did not brew with like for example mm. i really did want to brew with Aster bearer of blades and i'm just like i don't know how to optimize him yet i need to that's think f- more about it so i'm waiting on that that's,
0: that's a, a fair question you know some of them you know it almost feels obvious like i, I really like the new blue red um balmore battle mage mm-hmm. captain i'm um, already seeing people having some success with that so happy to see that um other than that let me think if there's anything crazy that I'm like. Oh, I know I'm gonna build. Let me see if I've got anything written down. I'm gonna build. A, you, know, I haven't haven't looked at defenders yet. <laughs> I don't know if you did one of those today. You were talking about if it.
1: I, nah, I was going to, but see, that's another one that I was gonna work on later. I think um, Legamos, Hand of Hatred. I was gonna try to work out a deck mm. with that too. Um, jeez, I kind and I was also thinking like a Rodha deck um, with like vehicles, because whenever she becomes tapped, she gets uh, that. Uh, card gets plus x plus x which is like domain so you get like plus three plus three whatever you uh crew basically i'm guessing or no maybe not i don't know how how that would work
0: um yeah i'm not sure i'll have to check that out you know i'm also excited about you know i still want to brew a new enigmatic i think that that deck Mm -hmm. has some work to do on figuring out what it wants to play from this new set and I had revised. Oh yeah, Phoenix oh. Chick was the other one. You know, uh, I was really big on Phoenix yeah, Chick. Yeah. Um and I you know, I saw Tandy brewing with that this morning, had a list out on his Patreon and was playing it on stream. Um that that looks like a solid card in just you know a mono red aggro kind of list. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So yeah, there's there's still quite a few that I think that I wanted to brew with. Of course there's a lot in there that just kind of just update or slot into another deck. But um no, let's talk about what we did brew with today. Do you want to go first, or should I go first? Oh no, go go right ahead. I'm probably going to start with my my weakest <laughs> um, weakest list. Just uh, you know, something I put together. I was actually working on this on um, uh, what was it on Arena because you know most of the cards are available there, and mm. that is a uh, Oketra's Monument deck. And I haven't really looked at any of the other uh, builds that people have used in the past, so I don't even know if this is. The correct way to like combo off. I think it's missing some kind of, uh, um, maybe uh, anthem effect, uh, maybe some kind of combo or something like that. Maybe I wants to be like soul sisters. But anyways, you can find all the stuff in our Discord. Uh, my monument deck, my Oketer's monument deck is four monuments, uh, three legions landing,
0: uh, four. Yeah, I don't of need dark. to read the whole. You don't have deck to list. Yeah, I've got your list right here. I'm taking a look at it. Do you want me to Resolute or not reinfor- No, I don't think. Is Resolute Reinforcements the, yeah, so spir- the new yeah. uh, so, soldier? So,
1: yeah. So, it's Lunar Veteran to Gain Life. Um, mm-hmm. Resolute Reinforcements is the new one that uh, is like a flash with one in a, in a white um, that creates a soldier when you come to play. Uh, what else do I have in here? Uh, countless Gears. It's kind Spectre. of the same. If you're mechanic, you can bounce it and bring it back. And then I also have a Defiler of Faith in here. I thought this would be a good way to just like, play. If you have creatures in play, you can just keep bouncing and bringing back bouncing and bringing back bouncing and bringing back yeah, and go infinite which is kind of the way i was going with this i don't know if i want to add more mana so i can play more defilers like two of those or something or you know maybe i need like uh uh what's it called a heliod in here or or something like that but i feel like you could definitely do that kind of combo in here um Then sideboard. I don't think I have anything new in the sideboard. It's pretty general, mono white sideboard.
0: Yeah. So, okay. A couple things I want to say. First of all, I I think if you're not comboing off, that God Eternal Oketra is probably better than Defiler of Faith. Um, You Mm. only got it as a one of, so I'm not gonna fault that at all. Yeah, I I I did want to say. You know, I think I had mentioned it. Uh, I'm working on an article. I was trying to do a, an infinite combo with each of the defilers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I finally went around to building the white one earlier today. Didn't know you were going to be talking about Oketra's Monument. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm just going to quick post this. Uh, you know, this is just a 60 in the chat. Is it, kind of where I was on it. I'm trying to find a reasonable way to go. You know, Aviary Mechanic. That's the you know it's a two two when it enters. You can return another permanent. Permanent you control mm-hmm. your hand. Um, i went instead with just guy barricade kind of the same it's also two mana um it's a zero four with flash and when it enters you can return a it's another creature with that one so you can't return mm-hmm. a, a non-creature if you're running the aviary mechanic you know you were saying you might want another lord effect i think wedding Invitations is a great card i was
1: thinking of that actually i was but i'm like what do i drop what do i get rid of what do i not need
0: I do want to preface and say that I didn't think my Ocatra Monument deck was very good when I was testing it a little bit, but um, just to give you some more ideas, I did post there underneath yours.
1: Yeah. I see you got some more mana. The mana I didn't really work on either. I definitely need... I was thinking of Faceless Havens. I didn't add that, though.
0: Yeah, so mine's got more of the life gain that you were talking about. You know, the Soul Sisters, stuff like Voice of the Blessed is a decent card, Daxos. Um, especially if you're going in if you're trying to do that infinite um so what we're talking about there in the infinite like i said i will hopefully be tweeting out soon uh when i get this you know these lists up of going infinite but with oketra's monument everything is reduced by one mm-hmm. generic mana when you have defiler of faith everything's reduced by one white mana so if you have two of those you know for you aviary mechanic for me just barricade you play one bounce the other one play the other one bounce the other one and you can do that by spending two months two life but no mana mm-hmm. uh so if you're gaining at least two life every time you play one of those um especially it's because zero. you're making two yeah, creatures yeah you creatures. only need yeah you only need one but, soul sister to make that uh infinite and the
1: question is yeah i mean do i need more soul sisters uh do i need some other kind of effect that's going to be like dealing damage or something like that when a creature comes up i don't know if we have stuff like that and then mana white at least probably not in mana white um impact tremors would be in um, <laughs> yeah
0: that, that i mean that's an option in red I wonder if there's another thing in
1: white though or white black or even something like that because i mean you could probably play uh a lot of the um uh white based lands you know for example if you go red then you could do like inspiring vantage uh sacred foundry and all the other ones that like make white so you would always have that white source but also have that that red to cast that that trigger for that card yeah, too. I
0: think a single non-white splash is not hard to do. That, mm-hmm. That's
1: plenty reasonable. So that'd be like one way to go about it. But do you have any other uh, suggestions? Ideas for Oketra's or?
0: Monument? You know, I've tried it before. I feel like you could have a little bit more power in your like three drops. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, something really nice with Oketra's Monument is you go Oketra's on three and then double three drop the turn after. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty reasonable. Like a one in a white-white
1: or a two in a white type card you mean to make it cheaper
0: yeah yeah anything like that you know you could play like a reflector mage and a spell queller like when yeah looking if at you're blue, playing kind that, of thing
1: that other color. yeah
0: that that was blue but um you know you've got so maybe maybe one more three um and I, I just think yeah i think just raw power some of these cards could be a little bit stronger so maybe that's where I mean, if you're not going for a combo version maybe you can just you know up it to some of those really good cards maybe you can play um you know if you're looking at a good three drop Mm -hmm. maybe i'll 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 start to segue into uh one of my lists which was clerics the new anointed processioner Mm
1: -hmm.
0: or anointed peacekeeper sorry that's his name uh is the three drop cleric that card every time i've played it has way overperformed for me so i think that card's a little bit of a sleeper guys if it's uh you know right now it's still previewing at like two dollars and people don't really have like 250 and people don't really have their hands on cards yet Mm -hmm. Uh, i think that card's really good i don't want to say like hey it's going to go up from there but um, it seemed a lot stronger than it looks on paper. So I really like that one a lot. That's the 3-3 three, three with Vigilance. It enters, and you look at the opponent's hand and all that.
1: Yeah, I've actually been playing with um, some stuff online and a lot of decks. A lot of cards are more powerful than I thought they uh, hmm. they
0: were going to be. So. What, what else has been stronger than you thought for you?
1: Braids. I braids. really like okay. in Okay, uh, in fairer applications? Well, I mean, I was just using it, you know, to sacrifice extra creatures and extra lands, and I was drawing cards when they didn't sacrifice and and making them get rid of you know their board and stuff like that and it was, it was great okay it's a huge tempo swing that and also children oh my goodness like one <laughs> so many games but
0: are uh, these uh, limited games or is this a yeah, these were limited games yeah sorry oh okay, okay. i just <laughs> well that, really that's limited. fair that's fair
1: but i mean they're still they do more than i thought they would i think they definitely have applications in pioneer i'm just not sure yet Okay. Um, but yeah, Anointed Peacekeeper, sure. I mean, I could, de- I definitely think that's probably a good call uh, to play more of those uh, good three drops. And then maybe... I think, like, my biggest problem when I was building this is, like, I, I was trying to do, you know, the, the cute combo with returning stuff and bringing it back into play. I don't think I focused enough either on the... Um, what was it? The... Uh, The combo
0: aspect, or
1: well, this the soul sisters aspect with life gain, Mm. or like yeah, like you said, like the combo aspects, or you know, like how do I win this game? I'm just making a lot of creatures, but I'm not like putting anything into play that actually, you know, will give me a a big advantage. Push through, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get what you mean. Yeah, that's what I need. So, anyways, you said you were going to talk about clerics next.
0: Yeah, I'm going to talk about clerics. So, like I said, I've been brewing a lot of tribal decks this week. Uh, I think I have six different clerics lists I've tried, and I hit a bit of a wall. I was really excited about clerics, seeming like they could be good. You know, the new lord seemed okay. I thought a couple of the other new cards seemed really good. Like I said, Anointed Peacekeeper has proved to be a lot better than I thought. I think Illus Ilkor Sadistic Pilgrim has been a good card. That's the 2-2 with Death Touch. Mm -hmm. That's a, um, you know, it's a blood artist, basically. Mm -hmm. Whenever another creature you control dies, each opponent loses life. Whenever a creature enters, you gain a life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the issue for me has been their one drops. That's really where I've hit a wall with a lot of the cleric decks, Is that they have a, they've got some really awkward one drops. So they've got the. Um, here, let me see if I can remember the name of it because I always forget its name. Oh, the Archfiend's Vessel. That's the 1 1 with lifelink that you yeah. can come back as a 5 5 demon. That one I thought would make for a really good Aristocrat style deck. Um, I was excited to play things like Liliana Heretical Healer in that deck. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, minus one her to bring back an Archfiend's Vessel. But I hit the wall is that like there's just no other good one drop for that deck. So that, that was awkward. I tried playing a more aggressive version um, Evolved Sleeper is not a cleric's card. Um, I, I thought that it was going to be, you know, it's a 1-1, one, one, but for one mon it turns into a 2-2 two, two cleric. Mm-hmm. The issue is there's a lot of cards in clerics that say cleric on them when they enter. So Righteous Valkyrie cares about clerics when it enters. Um, the what is Cleric of Life's Bond cares about clerics entering. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're playing the more aristocrat style, Aura cares about bringing back clerics from the graveyard. So all of those cards really don't work with the um, the evolved was all sleeper plus if you're running um the lands that only tap to play clerics again that doesn't help you cast them so it ends up being a lot more awkward than you might have thought
1: yeah i was gonna say it's too bad you, there's no way to really put in other cleric cards but then there is um i want to say the uh it's the 9-7 land, trample flying, indestructible. Uh, oh, um, Westvale Abbey doesn't even make clerics. That, does that's make correct. Clerics. I might play one of those. Just to have yeah, some again. kind of engine to sacrifice uh, your Shadow Rite Priest to. Or just <laughs> yeah, sacrifice to your Shadow Rite Priest. I like the idea of Villas in there. Um, can you just get one more this one? Wow, nice. Uh, Vito as well. I like being able to find that. Uh, yeah, so, so
0: going, going forward on what I was saying, um, as far as the version that does seem to have one drops is this life gain version. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I went with this as being the version I think has done the best because Lunark Veteran, it's, you know, just a 1-1, one, one, but whenever another creature enters battlefield under your control, you gain a life. And it's got the disturbability to basically come back and have it whenever a creature leaves the battlefield. You also get to play some amount if you want to. Of the uh, speaker of the heavens is the also the mm-hmm. one one vigilance life link that can tap and make four four angels. I mean that actually um,
1: might be a good card. I mean I know if I'm gonna do a soul sisters type thing, I'm thinking back to my my deck. The plus two plus two that'd be like a good um,
0: uh, yeah yeah that's reasonable if, if you're playing soul like sisters game. with that
1: righteous valkyrie yes
0: so i'm doing you know i tried to build it around what looked good in you know explorer was having some nice Mm -hmm. abzan cleric decks so cleric of life bond you know grows whenever you gain life for the first time each turn and it gains you life when clerics enter the righteous valkyrie of course is a great card and does Mm -hmm. care about clerics the new illisil core is good um voice of the blessed just another great cleric and really fits into this strategy here and then Trist. Treslara, Trellasara, Moondancer, is another elf cleric in green-white mm-hmm. that uh, when you gain life, you know, grows and scries. Uh All around solid. As far as the Shadow Rite Priest, you know, you were kind of talking about, I've got a Villis in here. Uh, I did try versions that had like three or four targets for Shadow Rite Priest, and that's definitely not necessary. Even well, if you're more yeah. of an aristocrat's build, it's rare that you want to activate the ability, I but mean, it is really nice to have it as an option. Like if your opponent attacks yeah. into you and you can just pop out an 8-8 there are some decks that really really can't answer that villas broker of blood um just being an 8-8 flying mm-hmm. on top of the fact that you can uh you know pay life to draw cards or whenever you lose yeah. life draw a ton of cards so yeah that card's really nice i also um i liked Vito in a lot of the clarence yep. lists in explorer but sometimes he's awkward what is really nice here is that as a one of you can grab him so it's any black creature there are and... times where your board state will say hey if you just grab Vito. You're going to kill them with that on its own.
1: And you can also grab a Righteous Valkyrie if you have a 27 life or more. And then just give everybody plus two, plus two. It searches for the uh, Anthem effect. Well, so Shadow Rite Priest is specifically oh, a black, black card. creature Dance. card. Yes. Yeah. I was like, any card? No, 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 no. Just black card. Dance. Yeah.
0: Yep, the and then so i card. just built this as a cocoa version um nothing too fancy uh i ended up with this version the anointed oh. peacekeepers in the sideboard which is a little bit awkward um you know, i almost wanted to talk about one more version just just to talk about like mm-hmm. one more one drop that i was trying is uh i did try a more aggressive version playing archpriest of iona mm-hmm. which is the one mana star two its power is equal to the creatures in your party and if you have a full party, it gets plus one, plus one, or it gives a creature plus one, plus one, flying at the beginning of combat. And what was actually working for me is Realmwalker is a pretty good cleric in a Coco deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that's the Shapeshifter for three, and Tajuru Paragon is a three two for two that can also you know pay three kicker to find a cleric in your top six. Mm. Um, so together, you can end up with a party even though they're all still also clerics. Hmm. I still think that deck would need, like, one more decent one-drop, because that one can play the Archpriest, but doesn't really have a second one-drop that gets to play. But, you know, just that more aggressive side of it that's not in this deck. You know, Luminarch Aspirant is a great aggressive cleric that's not in this list. Um, The Anointed Peacekeeper is a great aggressive three-drop. I think that should end up playing more in humans than in clerics. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, yeah, those didn't fit into this one. Um, As far as the sideboard... Uh, nothing too crazy, just trying to find some. Hang on, let me see what exactly what's in my sideboard here. Yeah, you know, Apostle Purifying Light's a nice one. That one's a cleric that is just really good against black decks. Um, Shaper Sanctuary is my attempt to not lose to black red. And then, yeah, I have the Anointed Peacekeepers. I'll definitely bring in against Mono Green because that crushes that deck.
1: Now, I mean, I know everyone just kind of defaults to Collected Company for any type of, of creature deck, and that's probably fine in this deck, but if you didn't. Collected company, what would you play? Like, oh, well, are there perfect. any? I I've know there was. Got... A, I know there's a four <laughs> four mana cleric that's like whenever a cleric dies, bring another one back, right? From zenith yes. Rising.
0: So I do actually have a life gain version that didn't run Coco. Um, mm-hmm. Instead, I ran the Fatal Pushes in the main. I ran like a Soren Vengeful Bloodlord is a mm-hmm. nice card. Gives all your guys life link um and mm. that's the one where i had a couple more you know i had another veto i had another target for shadowrite priest mm-hmm. and I, I just think that you know having the green having the tresolara is one thing that's really nice about the green uh so it did end up making it worth it to a splash collected company because i wanted that to drop anyways
1: okay okay fair enough i mean i just yeah if anyone makes a
0: budget version, they could just drop the cocoa yeah yeah all right and like uh, uh my, my you know my my aristocrats version didn't have cocoa for example
1: Hmm. You want to move on? I I, mean, I like sure. this. Yeah, deck. absolutely. It's very solid. It's better than my uh, my monument deck so far.
0: Any suggestions for it, or do you want to?
1: Yeah, a- I mean, yeah. I mean, I kind of gave you the idea of maybe doing just dropping the cocoa for the four mana. Uh, okay. And putting yeah. some other clerics in there and stuff like that. Maybe focusing more on the um, uh, the veto uh, combo win.
0: Hmm.
1: But you gotta. You gotta. Um. How can I gain life? I want to say that there was a. There was like a death loop thing that I remember uh, seeing somebody in Japan play. It was like. Um, played the uh, Prophecy, which was like the black, black, black. Uh, what was it? Black, black, black enchantment. And I think whenever you. Whenever a creature dies, you like lose a life and draw a card or something like that. And then it was playing Atheros as well to kind of get stuff back. So. <laughs> I'm I'm just interesting. thinking you know
0: Ooh, Atheros is an interesting card to grab with uh with the Shadow Rite Priest. I like mean, the six mana Atheros.
1: Yeah. I mean I was thinking the three mana one because when it dies too. They have to pay two life. Or is it three life? I mean or uh yeah. you put it in your hand or something like that. So that's just another <sighs> three drop as well. Would that be hit by company? Yes, yes it would. It comes in and it sees it as a creature, but it, it wouldn't be a creature when it hits the battlefield unless you have the the um, devotion, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, there's definitely some cool ones for uh, the cleric aristocrats. Like Teshar is another one that's a cleric, if you mm-hmm. didn't realize. Oh, so yeah. So there's a lot of, you know, if you're playing Liliana, this new mm-hmm. LSO core, um, a lot of, you know, three mana and less creatures that are also historic. Uh, Taborex is the other one we didn't run in this one, but that one's the, like, demon that grows.
1: Okay. All right, well, let me move on to my next deck, if that's cool with you.
0: Yes, please. So I got really
1: excited about brewing with, um, uh, what was it, the Tatiana? Was it was it Tatiana? Ta- Tatiova. Tatiova's Tatiova, Steward of Tides. So that's the uh, the new, um, was it a blue and a green-green? I'm trying to look for it here. I think it's blue and a green-green. And whenever you play a land, if you have seven or more, uh, a target land becomes a 3-3. Three, three. Yeah, it's green, green and a blue. Yes. Okay. So it's, it, all your uh, land creatures have flying. That's the key thing here. And uh, I wanted to put this in like a Scapeshift deck, something that's going to put a lot of lands into play at one time. And I tried building a straight, um, a straight Scapeshift type deck, but like I've built Scapeshift in like Jund colors and stuff before because you have some more ping effects there. And I feel like this is going to be more of a Temmer version and since I was going Tamar I'm like you know, why not just make this into an Omnath deck so it does have some Omnath locus of creation uh, in here because you're going to be looking for a lot of cards, bring a lot of cards into play maybe getting that uh, to trigger two or three times um, it has the uh, Landware Loam Speaker uh, which uh, of course is the new 1-3 uh, that let, lets you add any color mana to your uh, uh, to your mana pool as well three, as three. making it through 3, three. Yeah. Uh, that would gain haste, but it also becomes a 3-3 if you have Tatiova in play. And another card that I'm kind of interested I, I wanted to talk about during the uh, the um, set release, but I didn't really have time to, and that was Sprouting Goblin. It's a 2-2 hmm. Goblin Druid, uh, one in a red, and so it has Kicker Green. And if you kick it, so basically if you pay three mana, uh, so if it was kicked, you get to switch your library for a land card with the basic land type which means you can find Ooh. any of the Triomes, you can find any of the, uh, uh, what is it, the uh, Shocklands as well, right? If I'm mm. correct. Yes. That, yeah, so uh, I, I really like that card. I think it has a lot of uh, possibilities. And then it also has a uh, Tap Red, Tap It, Sacrifice the Land to Draw card. So if you're putting stuff into your graveyard. So again, I didn't really know how to build uh, my deck, it does have some Triums in there, of course. Uh, I'm also going, because I'm going with Force Scape Shift, I decided to put Valakut Exploration in there, which if you don't know, it's a three-mana uh, red enchantment. It's like two and a red. And uh, whenever a land enters the battlefield, so it has landfall, uh, you exile the top card of your library, and uh, you can play that until the end of turn. And if hmm. you don't cast it, it deals damage... Equal to the number it of cards. It goes to your graveyard, cards. yeah,
0: from the exile, it goes back to your graveyard and deals one yeah. more damage. Yeah, that card hasn't impressed me in the past, but again, I wasn't probably scape shifting with it. Yeah. Although you would kind of need, you know, 20 lands to scape shift it that much. Mm. Uh, how many lands are you running in total here? 25. Out kind of curious. probably want to do more. Yeah,
1: I, I would think in a scape shift deck,
0: you're, you're probably yeah. looking at more than that. And it might also be a reason to look at um, possibly even going for a Yorion version just to yeah. kind of add those extra okay. lands.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so like a Yorian, uh kind of same colors, I'm guessing we could probably do that, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, you don't have to change colors at all. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I like the Omnath here. I think that there's some cool ideas. Like, I, I would love to see where this goes as far as building around Escape scapeshift. Because, so she untaps them, right? Like, when you... when you I don't think she untaps them, but we could... Oh, oh wait, then how do we do this? We could play that Jeskai Ascendancy version. Of Ooh, so it doesn't untap them. So now I don't know what we're doing with this. Why are we making? <laughs> why are we making these creatures at all?
1: I mean, they become three threes. <sighs> they come into play, but yes, uh, we'd have to already have them in play. That's what I was thinking. Um, this could be a fire stack as well. You know, you're not tapping any lands and just uh, casting that stuff. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how this works now, now that we're not... um, I I thought we were putting them into play and it was untapping them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And now I'm very much like, okay, so you're making all of your lands into three threes and then waiting a turn with a bunch of tapped lands and then trying to attack with them. Well, they have Uh, haste.
1: So, I mean, if you have stuff that's untapped, you have mana dorks and stuff to cast as well. If
0: you control? But yeah, but Scapeshift puts it into play top.
1: So So, quick question. If I go the uh the Yorion route. Okay. Um what about Sylvan Advocate? If I if I lean more into the whole Ugh. three three land creature thing, because that gives plus two plus two to all of your uh land creatures if you have six or more lands.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen that be a good card in a while though, so I, I don't know. I'm less into it now. That I thought Tatiova was untapping them for you. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about this in the, the set review, and I should there, have realized, no. Other, I mean, is
1: there another way to untap all your lands? There is isn't, is there. I mean, other than like Nissa or or something like that, right?
0: I, th- I swear there was one just printed because people were like, oh, hey, it's another one of these effects for... Um, it, but it might have been in the Commander decks or something okay. like that, that when a land enters, you untap it. Okay. When a tap permanent enters, you untap it. Yeah. Um... I'm no longer interested. I, I was really into it. I was like, "Yeah, we could scape shift and then turn everyone into three threes and kill them." Okay. Uh, less into it now. I was also going to say I think that the loam speaker is probably just better off as Sylvan at, uh Sylvan Karyaded, mm-hmm. just because you don't want them interacting with your uh, with your ramp.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's we'll, we'll see what we can do with this, but okay. I'm not sure now.
1: Yeah, I, I I'm not used to using blue cards. Sorry.
0: <laughs> that's fair even that little bit of blue you know yeah just you've a, got a, a splashing blue for omnath and and it yeah it messes you up
1: but yeah i definitely uh i like the idea of yorian yorian scapeshift definitely have to try that out all
0: right, all right all what's right. your
1: next card or next deck
0: all right so i'm gonna go with elves next um i've got what i think is a pretty straightforward green black elves uh this is building off of a shell that i had actually run this last season uh, i think is very reasonable as far as the core, you know, the eight dorks is 100%. I think that probably the eight lords is 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that four of the shaman in the pack is 100%. After that, you've got some flex. Um, I think you want another one drop. Probably it's either Gnarle Root Trapper or it's uh, Jaspera Sentinel. Um, mm-hmm. I think that Gnarle Root's probably better if you're just in green black. If you're looking at any other cards, then you might go with the Jespera. Uh, at two, there's Gala Greeters and there's... Oh, so Warmaster's the other one that you definitely have to have. That card's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Gala Greeters is good in some situations, and I think that Dwinin's Elite is good in others. Uh, right now, I'm leaning for the Gala Greeters in this deck. I think I cut Dwinin's Elite entirely.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and then, you know, some amount of, like, card advantage, some amount of Coco's. I like two Court of Calling. I'm on 20 lands, although one of them is kind of a spell land. Uh, I'm on a couple of Realm Walker. Those are also mm-hmm. another, you know, one of those card advantage cards. Um, and I've also got one four drop. I think it's reasonable to play, like, a non-zero amount of four drops in a Cocoa list like this. Uh, so I've got a Dwinin. I've also seen stuff like the, uh, what is the one that searches for, like, the top four, and uh, you can play one of them. Herald? Um, so Harold. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I've got some Herald, but uh, it's the Clan Caller or something like that. Okay. Uh, Let me see what I had said. No, no, that one's one I was just arguing with this. Which one lets you play? Let me see if I can find where it was. But uh, that's a card that's not in the deck, so I don't need to talk about okay. it. Uh, <laughs> would call bellower or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, not not too important, but yeah, basically, you know, I wanted to have elves, and I think that you know, just going really wide. Warmaster is one of the best cards for that, and then Shaman of the Packing and being able to collect and company and cord into those Shaman of the Packs, mm-hmm. refill your hand with stuff like the new. Lord, the Leaf Crown Visionary. All of this seems like just something good for Elves. Uh, overall, power up for the deck. Uh, not too much to say there. You know, sideboard. I'll also just quick mention. You know, I'm going with four of Shaper Sanctuary because I think that this deck's gonna really struggle against black red. Um, Skymorph Shadow Sage is another card. I feel like that card got passed over when it came out. I had tested it then. It's the two five for four Elf mm-hmm. Cleric. Um, when it enters, you can have either opponent lose life or x the number of creature type. The creatures of one type you have, or you gain life for X is the greatest number of creatures oh, of that nice. type. So basically it's it's you know, you either make your opponent lose life or you gain life equal to the number of elves you control. Nice, nice. Um what I found with this card is that it's not great as your fifth, sixth, seventh copy of Shaman of the Pack, but it is really good in other aggro matchups where you like gain six, gain seven mm-hmm. completely swings the uh the board state there. Yeah. Okay. Um so anything you wanted to see that you didn't that I didn't include here?
1: Well, wasn't there like another three mana lord that like you tap to create a number of mana equal to the uh, number of elves you have?
0: So there's a couple yeah a couple cards I didn't play. There's a four mana lord that can tap for three mana, and I feel like Dwinin's a little bit better. Like that one's I think a three three. Dwinin's a three four mm-hmm. and has reach. Um, so I just personally like a Dwinin over that uh I'm trying to remember which one you're talking about it's one of the more recent sets maybe, yeah it is, but is one it's one of the more Street recent Haven, ones maybe i, or... I kind of just you know once you're at probably the excuse to play that one would be that it powers up your elvish war master you know that has the seven mana ability to give all of your elves plus two plus two and death touch yeah uh but I, i'm not as big of a fan like i don't feel like once i've hit three mana and played other cards that i need to be Further ramping on that, so it's a little bit of a win more card for me. Maybe consider
1: doing elf ball. Maybe adding like the decimator of the provinces in here or something like that.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, I'm loath to go that hard on something that I okay. don't have a you know way to cheat in. I don't have natural order, um so it makes me less interested in that effect. But you know, maybe. Okay. No crater hoof. Yeah. yeah no crater hoof. Yeah. <laughs> um you, Can I shout out my other version? Because I did have another mm. version of elves that I think is. Not finished yet, but I was trying something more aggressive mm-hmm. is i you know this is literally like ten four ofs and twenty lands um and I don't even I have a sideboard here. I've even uh it's wrong. I've currently got Umari the collector as a um companion. I don't think that's right. I think you should have some amount of like removal or something uh but this was really what the card I really like here is Yamavai iconoclast, the yeah. one in a green three two with kicker red. It's a 3-2 with trample for two, or if you kick it, it gets plus one, plus one, and gains haste, so it's a 4-3 trample That's for so three. Good. Yeah, it so is a really good, good card, um, and I've kind of always said about elves is that they were a little bit disjointed in that they've got some aggressive creatures, they've got some like add plus one, plus one counters creatures, they've got some like, you know, draw me more cards creatures, they've got some mono creatures, and for a long time it didn't really all fit together, like you were never playing Steel Leaf Champion in the same kind of list that you were mm-hmm. running um, you know, Elish Visionary. Or, you know, you weren't running your Gala Greeters in the same deck that you were running um, something like the Green Wheel Liberator. So those cards just kind of never fit together well. And I think that this is now... I've got a couple more aggressive creatures. I'm willing to try something like this. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So this is like, you know, the eight dorks, but it's also got Llanowar Stalker is the new one green one one that whenever another creature enters the battlefield, it gets plus one plus zero. Nice.
1: So it's kind of like so that's the red really uh, good goblin guy, the S- Den- Street Denizen, whatever
0: it's called. Uh, Foundry Street Denison, yeah. yes. And I think this is even better. That one specified red creatures. Um, I don't have any non-green creatures, but this is just a little bit overall better. But, you know, War Master is spitting out mm-hmm. elf tokens all the time. Dwinin's mm-hmm. Elite spitting out elf tokens, yeah. as well as just playing a bunch of one and two drops. This can hit for three or four mana, or three or four damage, which is yeah. no uh, really cocoa cool. here, huh? Yeah, no cocoa here. So th- that's another thing I was looking at. Is I'm running instead. I'm running Fleetfoot Dancer, um, and this is kind of a conversation I was having with myself. Is I was like, you know, I'm looking at Coco in this deck. If you know, if I took out the Fleetfoot Dancer, so for anyone noting, that's the the new or newish, the four mana four four Trample Lifelink Haste. Okay, if I'm collecting Company ink, I've got 12 one drops. I've got let's see, four eight 8, 16 Uh. Twenty four two drops, mm-hmm. and I've got four three drops. Mm-hmm. So on average, I'm going to be getting you know if I get two creatures, I'm getting you know maybe three mana value out of that. Mm-hmm. Like that, that to me, I feel like I'm not getting my value on the cocoa. Yes, it's nice to go wide, but if I'm going to pay four mana for Coco, I want to get. You know, the, the, the biggest thing with Cocoa is you kind of want to have a lot of glut- of two and three drops because you want to be getting six mana worth out of your collective company. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like I would have gotten that. I'd have been getting a lot of, like, you know, put two elves into play, like two 1-1 one, one elves. And that would not be good. So here I just went with a raw power card of the 4-4. Four, four. Okay. All right. Uh... Yeah, so both of those lists are in the Discord if you guys want to check out either of them. I'll probably keep playing with the idea of this, like you know, more aggressive elves list playing things like the steel leaf champion, uh, and the kind class that I really like, but I don't know exactly where we are yet.
1: All right. Well, I got one more and then you got one more. Okay, (laughs) Yeah, I know I'm talking a lot here. Go, go redhead. So good. And mine's pretty straightforward. Um, I've played waste not forever and I've been waiting for something to make it more like eight rack, you know, in modern. Mm. And we finally got Liliana. Uh, we got Liliana, the veil. So she slots really nice into this deck. So if you haven't seen the waste not deck before, um, you know, place four Waste Knot in here. We have uh, three Liliana of the Veil, two Liliana Waker of the Dead, two Obnixilis. Um, and then my creature package is Calatus, Graveyard Trespasser, and Croxa. And then the rest is pretty much just discard effects and uh, removal. I even have a uh, Collective Defiance in here because if you do somehow get turn two, Waste Knot into turn three collective defiance and make them just kind of like discard their whole hand you can just cast everything in your deck basically um the okay. thing that i added this time around was fable the mirror breaker i felt like i needed something to kind of i don't know, discard you know if i'm playing against decks that don't have um you know uh any cards in their hand uh, i need a way to just okay. kind of get rid of all my extra thought seasons and whatnot um and also you know try to create a better board advantage um and yeah i think that's that's pretty much it then sidebar i got some extra discard i got davriel and Angrath, coligan's
0: command uh go blank uh etc
1: do so, love davriel i do love
0: Angrath. and you know i love Angrath. um i'm excited about this i think that you've come to something that looks a lot like the red black midrange decks but with enough synergy where it's gonna be strong here mm-hmm. Uh, I do worry that you're a little bit high on the curve. Um, you know, the hands yeah. where you don't have a turn to waste knot are going to look significantly different from the hands where you do, and that's a little bit of a concern. You know, you're not really having any one drops, only having waste knot two croaks at two. Um, well, you know, something and, like a bone crusher have, giant might help.
1: Yeah. I was yeah, I mean, say you thought I fatal push,
0: act heartless, well. heartless act, yeah. um, but it's still not. You know, you're not adding to the board, and that yeah. might help. So maybe maybe the cut is like the obnixless the adversary for something that you can play at two um maybe one of the four drops like you know the Kalidas, the liliana are both good but aren't necessarily synergizing with your deck mm-hmm. um so if, if you want to just put something like some bone crushers maybe some you know like a two drop that just uh make the deck a little bit smoother i, I do like the failable when we breaker with a couple of those so maybe not cutting those but i think that uh a little bit of that could help
1: yeah just kind of go with the uh
0: Yeah, I'm not trying to tell your deck to turn it into red, black, mid-range. I think there's still a world to explore this Waste Knot. Um, So what else is new in this deck here?
1: That's really all there is that's new. I mean, I'm trying out some new cards that were never in this before. Like I said, um, I I didn't have Invoke Despair uh, last time either uh, that I added in here. But otherwise, it's it's pretty straightforward. There's only Liliana. I I was going to put Pilfer in there, and you're like, it's not good. Oh, so, uh,
0: yeah. It, it's not great. I was wondering if you'd put that in there. I was also wondering if you gave another shot to uh, the Raven Man, if he's any good. I don't I'm think he is, but yet. I haven't tested him, so, yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: So he's just going to suck up removal. I Maybe mean, you have to play him, like, after you play everything else and get rid of all their hand. But then at that Ooh. point, well, you know, he, 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 they're, not, they're not discarding, you're not getting any value from him. You know what I mean? So...
0: True, but it is also your discards, and it's every turn, so if you're able to do something like discard to a blood token, if you can, um, you know, well, discard I mean, to your fable.
1: I do have Gaia Sanitarium, so if we're both empty-handed, yeah. you know, just make them
0: discard just, uh, that way. How many 1-1s do you need for it to spit out before you feel like you, you got your money with Seven. on that card? <laughs> Seven 1-1s? Okay, Maybe. that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say two, you know, uh, a two-mana 2-2 that also yeah. makes two 1-1s seems reasonable, but... All right, well, you you got the All last right. deck this time. Yeah, uh, so I was going to talk about Merfolk, uh, which I still don't know how to pronounce right. I somehow always change how I'm pronouncing it. Uh, but I realized, uh, for one thing, that I didn't want to talk about three cocoa decks today. So I've got a, a Coco Merfolk list in the Discord. Uh, but the one I want to talk about is kind of something I'm brewing with, which was I've been trying to find a home for this Sarah Paragon. Um, card seemed really strong to me i wanted to see what i could play it in and i kind of ran into a little bit of a wall i was like okay i want to play it plus fable of the mirror breaker because those two just go right hand in hand you know fable puts cards in the discard Mm -hmm. fable you can replay it from the discard if you flip fable it doesn't count for sarah paragon's exile clause Um, you can copy sarah paragon and play a second thing from the graveyard All of that sounded awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, And where I kind of ran into a wall is I was like, okay, but red, white, what is my two drop? I just couldn't find a good two drop for the red, white version. Um, So I was like, I could go black and play, you know, play the red, black mid range deck Mm -hmm. splashing for Sarah Paragon. That felt like I was going away from what I wanted to do. Uh, Instead, I looked at blue. I was like, okay, what about Ledger Shredder? That's a nice mid range blue card. Um, Let's see how that plays out. And, uh, I just started being like, okay, I'm just gonna play the good cards. So I just started putting all the good pilot cards in a list, and I ended up calling this a money pile because it's just like a bunch of stupidly expensive cards. I probably will never play this deck in person, in paper, because you. <laughs> um, if you're looking there, you know, I've gotten the Discord, like, with the prices included. Um, so I'm running like Teferi Hero of Dominaria, Wandering Emperor, Bonecrusher Giant, Ledger Shredder, Sarah Paragon, Skyclave Apparition, uh march of otherworldly light and portable hole is removal i'm running some hearse in the main that might not be necessary and then of course fable the moonbreaker um so basically just you know literally i'm playing the good cards i've got removal interaction uh card draw and sarah paragon just makes you so many cards because pretty much most of these are three mana and you can just pick stuff up and play them
1: i mean there's got to be better red white Version of this, I don't like just slamming money into to decks like the <laughs> well, that's fair. That's Shredders, fair. <laughs> like you don't need them. You don't need them. I, I mean,
0: think. the shredder throws things in the graveyard, and then you can replay them with Sarah Paragon, or you can play the shredders with Sarah Paragon. So all of that seems to work for me. Like I don't think these are unreasonable cards. um I haven't obviously tested it enough to say if this is any good, but mm. this is where I was like, hey, what happens if I just play the good cards and have Sarah Paragon? in a completely fair way as I just want it to be a card advantage card. You know, it's a 3-4 for four, 4 that can often draw you cards and can often gain you life. You know, I really like um, if you play it on turn 5 and return a Fabled Passage from your graveyard mm-hmm. and then immediately sack it, you know, it goes to the Exile, but you gain 2 life. Like, yeah. I'll take that every time. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, uh, there's
1: a lot of 3-mana cards we still have to explore, I think. In- I mean, if it's if it's a... Um, uh, what do you call it? If it's a permanent... So, you know, aside from Fable, I mean, Gideon would be another thing you could play from the graveyard. Um, what was it? Tajic. 3-2 um, uh, with, was it Mentor or whatever or something like that? Yeah, um, those aren't haste. doing it for me. Jeez, <laughs> um, I mean, there's another one. Wasn't there another one that uh, was, like, in Strixhaven? It was, like, uh, red, white, and white. And, like, uh, when it deals damage, you get to put a card back into the play that's a certain, like... Uh, it's like less CMC or something like that.
0: I mean, I, I, well, don't, I, I don't know. Kind of where I'm at is that I wanted creatures that are powerful. You know, I wanted just cards yeah. that were strong on their own. I don't think you're and having do that. Sarah Paragon be my engine. I uh, know. You know, a lot of these are two for ones, anyways. You know, Bonecrusher is a two for one. Yeah. Fable will be yeah. two for one. Skyclave effectively can be. I think, but more I just pay-off. wanted I wanted raw power and less yeah. payoff. Um, and that's kind of where I ended up. Is okay. you know, this is for me like this is mid range. This is playing the highest power level cards, I don't have a ton of flexibility, I don't have the most speed, but it's raw power above everything else.
1: Um, you know, I raw even, card power. I might even go like, um, geez, like tokens or something like that. Uh, so like, for example, if you had Bushwhacker and you cast another <laughs> card and then uh, you could cast the Surge effect for one less mana, would that work? As an alternate Let effect? Let see... I mean like you know like getting back, I believe like, that God would Revanas, work or? as
0: long as the card that you're casting original like if it was four mana mm-hmm. to head surge 2 you wouldn't be able to do it but this says I could cast a permanent spell with mana value 3 or less. Ooh, how um, nice. I also I couldn't find it anywhere to use it but you can cast any morph creature uh-huh. with Sarah Paragon so it could be a 7 mana card on the front but oh. if you cast it as a morph it's three nice. mana value it's <laughs> totally time. useless i couldn't find anything you know good in morph cards it's obviously time. but yeah it's morphin time <laughs> <laughs> no. if i make a green white uh yeah. you know green white manifest deck or something again mm-hmm, sure mm-hmm. i'll find a way to fit one of these in there or something
1: yeah i like it a lot I, I'm, I'm gonna wait for it to go down in price a little bit though yeah yeah if <laughs> everyone that's wondering the deck he made he, it's called money poly it's over a <laughs> Yeah, it's insane. Absolutely
0: insane. Yeah, but you know, part of that's pre-release or you know, pre-order prices, but a lot of that's also like you know three-color land base is crazy, ledger shredders crazy, mm. and fables crazy, in paper now the planeswalkers are crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. just, all of these cards. I, I don't like how expensive they are.
1: Well, usually at the <laughs> end of these uh, episodes, I ask, "What's your favorite one?" you know from today it could be something that you liked from the other person or it could be something that you really liked working on so what was your favorite deck from uh today's
0: episode gosh i don't know i've liked working on elves i've liked working on clerics i don't know if i've got a specific favorite so that that's tough i mean i want
1: i think i might choose elves just because i want it to be good i've wanted it to be good (laughs) for so long
0: it's gonna be really good into mono green and really bad into red black so we'll see what the um what everything ends up looking like you know i will shout it out uh lilyana the veil is looking really good in grease mm-hmm. fang um you know it could end up being a four of in that kind of deck and if that deck's really you know if that deck's the new tier one mm-hmm. hard to say how good these uh you know synergy based non-interactive decks are going to be so we'll see where we end up
1: yeah i actually had an idea um for using uh, Absent Parahelion. I can share that with you real quick. I didn't really get her. We had some more sweet brews. I mean, I, if you go into my Ryan's channel of jank, I'm just uh, giving that a shout out right now. We've we've been brewing up some wild stuff in there recently. Oh, yeah.
0: oh you know, if I was saying uh, one more card I haven't gotten to brew with yet is Joda. I think is a sweet card. Oh, oh, you know what? I just also got reminded of, I was going to say about your, um, you know, you were playing that Scape Shift deck you're mm-hmm. running four colors. You're running a ton of ways to get your Triomes. Uh, you should definitely be running the new removal spell, the um Leyline Binding. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like definitely. it's going to be, you know, two mana probably most of the time for Flash to exile something. We're going 80 cards. <laughs> yeah, if you're going 80 cards. There's you know, 75? that deck used to run Chain of the Rock, cards. I would say. 75? And I think that's an upgrade. Yeah. 80 cards. 80 cards, yeah. We're going. We're going. We're doing it. Going to,
1: <laughs> going to the moon. There we go. Um, oh, here's my my other idea was to use uh, uh, what was it, Scapeshift shift, kind of inside the Amazon Parhelion deck, uh, oh, because God. you're putting a lot of <laughs> no, don't do you're it. You're putting a lot of uh, lands in the graveyard already, and then you just bring them back with like Splendid Reclamation or something like that, and then hit some triggers. Sorry, that was my other idea. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I'm, yes. I'm
0: face palming over here. I don't know about that one.
1: I'm ready to to end it. I think that's a good place. All right, let's go ahead and end it. So guys, if
0: you liked our brews, if you want to see more about what we're talking about, I'm sure we'll be posting other lists as well as we're going to be retweeting a lot of cool people's brews as everyone else gets to try out the new set on MTGO as well as for Explorer on Arena very shortly. Um, So if you guys want to follow us at MTG Pioneer if you aren't already, and that's the best place to stay up to date with everything we're talking about. You can also find a link to our Discord where you can be more in touch with us and see the lists from today's show or check the website for that.
1: Yeah, and you guys, again, I'm looking forward to seeing some wild brews. So uh, come to Ryan's channel of Jank or post it in our uh, <laughs> our uh, pod live chat uh, channel. You know, uh, all the ones you can find, all the ones we talked about today, you can find in our pod live channel. But yeah, definitely bring bring them. I want them. I need them all.
0: All right, that's gonna be the end of our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. We are the First Pioneers Podcast, and we look forward to being your go to source for pioneer information online. Your first pioneers are brewing out.